0: Welcome to the MiniCorp Q&A episode number 22. Um, This is a Q&A series where we start to talk about different topics around building tech companies, building products, building companies, building profitable companies, and all things related to that. Um, We really want to be as open and transparent as an agency as possible. So we feel one of the best mediums or mechanisms for us to do that is to... Bring it to you live and also do YouTube and podcasts and series like that where we can Get all of our learnings that we've gotten from shipping great products and give them back to you guys and hopefully People can ship awesome products Okay, so this episode what we're gonna do is First up, we're gonna jump straight into the actual topic which today is going to be all around finding great people and how to hire great people when you should hire within your company and then after that we are going to announce the winner of the giveaway number 2 for a second week in January. Um, the prize of which has been a Sonos Play 1. Um, somebody is taking that out of the office right now and getting ready to post it to whoever the winner is going to be. But... what's up? The back. It died, didn't it? Nah, we got get it back. Um, But we're going to announce the winner, so everybody that commented and everybody that first of all followed us on Insta and then commented on that post, you are in with a chance today and we're going to do a random generator in a second. Okay, so all about finding great people. First question, when should you hire great people? A big thing that I've always noticed myself is that you should absolutely focus on what you yourself personally are great at and then delegate out. of the jobs that you are just not good at for instance I am a terrible accountant and so I completely outsource accountancy to another firm I'm also I'm not the best developer and I am not the best designer hence why within Minicorp we have awesome developers and awesome designers helping us to become an epic company but one of the prerequisites of when you should hire is that you should also have gone through the pain yourself. The main reason for that is I've, I've taught myself how to program, I've taught myself how to design, and I've gone through the pain of walking through the steps of what a designer would do and what a developer would do. And so when I'm going out there to find somebody to help me to build a development department or build a design department, I know exactly what I'm looking for. I know how they should operate and and what the company needs from that person in order for it to excel. So make sure that you go through the pain first, realize that you're not very good at it, and then find somebody to go and plug that gap within your company. Um, And also the third big point around when you should hire somebody is when the business should or can support it. Do not go and hire somebody when you know that your business can't support it. For instance, if you kind of have a, a new contract that's come in the door and it's, it's you know, it's it's a new thing for you and you're just landing on your feet with it, get to terms with it. Understand how those contracts are going to operate. Kind of make sure that you're going to have contracts like that in in some sort of a, constant um, progress over the next year so that you know that when you hire this great person you have the capital and you have the runway to to continue to employ them for the foreseeable future Um, because hiring people and employing people is something that should be thought about with a lot of responsibility and respect if you're taking somebody in your company to ask them to come and to help you to build better products you also need to ensure that their safety security and everything within the company is looked after and you are doing your job correctly Okay, question number two. What should you be looking for when you're hiring people? So the big thing for me has always been having as much diversity within the team as possible. We obviously ship lots of products and companies here, but I'm always completely aware by the fact that the way that I view a product is completely different than how another person will view a product and as you are trying to create a product for the masses or to serve, let's say, some sort of gap within the market, then the more different diverse visions or or perspectives you have from your team, the more well-rounded of a product that you're going to have. And that's even like in in pretty much anything. A lot of people are kind of, you can have a very broad perspective, but you're still pigeonholed. And the more people that you ask or the more people within the entity of what your product is going to sit in um, kind of validate it and make sure that it's going to be a success the higher probability of it being successful um, so make sure that you you kind of realize that you have an introverted person you have you know an extroverted person and you kind of you, you have people that are complimenting each other but they're also in in different kind of areas one great post about this that I read before is called Stables and volatiles I can't remember who it's by um, I think it's Ranz, or A-N-D-S, uh, Michael Rands, but he he did a great talk in it that I watched before, where he's basically, there, there's two types of people in the world in this post, there is stable people and there are volatile people. An example that he gave was that Steve Jobs would be a complete volatile person, he doesn't have structured to-do lists, he's kind of sporadic and, and goes with whatever his train of thought will be and he can't be locked down to any one thing. And then you have a, A stable person, which would be absolutely more like Tim Cook, who is very structured, very to-do list orientated, knows exactly how they're going to do it and how they're going to achieve it. But the big rule of thumb is, if you just have a lot of stable people, you're not going to win. If you have a lot of volatile people, you're not going to win. It's the stable and the volatile that complement each other, and that becomes what is successful. Second point around what you should look for is somebody that fits absolutely well within your team. And like this, this is. Okay, we are back. We got a new battery. Woo. Um, So where was I? Okay, so point two on what you should look for in a team is somebody that fits well within the team. Something that I've never understood myself is that a lot of people kind of jump into relationships, especially when it comes to selecting an agency or selecting things like that. I really believe that you should build up a relationship together to understand whether you work well together before you before you actually sign and say, you know, let's get into this thing for two, three, four months. Like make sure that you are completely gelled and, and you really understand what each side of the table is about and what you can accomplish together because that is going to make sure that you have a really healthy relationship moving forward. And um, so the same thing is for that person. If you're thinking about hiring somebody, there's no need to jump into it straight away. You know, bring them in, let them meet the team, go for a couple of coffees, go for a couple of beers, go for restaurant dates, whatever, until both sides of the fence feel comfortable and don't ever feel pressurized that you need to make an offer straight away and somebody else is gonna take them. It'll swing back and you'll you'll definitely get the, the, the right decision in the end. But make sure that that cultural fit, that gel within the team is there and predominant. Point number three is that For me, it's always been about 70% passion and the 30% skill. So that person, if you're hiring them for let's say a development role, they should be 70% about the actual passion that drives them. So that may be that they are completely product hungry, that they question everything about products and and they really want to use their technical slash development skills to go on to help them to build whatever they're passionate about, their products and other people's products and so on. The skills and it being 30%, the main reason for that is that skills come and go. You can can become better and better at something. You could be very, very good at Ruby on Rails right now and you may need to pick up Framer or something later on and your passion will drive you to learn that, adopt it and continue forward. But the passion is the killer key. Okay. Question number three. What's best for a young business when hiring somebody? In Minicorp, we kind of hand the mantle over to the company and say that our job is done about a year to a year and a half in. But once the business has gotten to a stage where it is profitable, bringing revenue in, time to hire a tech team, time to kind of let it be its own self-sufficient entity. A big part of that is bringing tech within the house within its own stuff. So what we really, really need to look for there, the first hire in a technical capacity is somebody that's able to do the groundwork. Like they're able to actually program, they're able to actually design, they're able to actually do whatever the the position is, but they have the ambitions or drive to become an actual leader. They want to grow that tech team further. They want to hire more people and see that thing, you know, get, get bigger and larger. So the hard labor plus the fact that they are a leader will be a great first maybe CTO or something like that. Um, somebody that completely enjoys getting out of their comfort zone. Because you're creating a new company and this thing is, is fresh and it's new, they need to be able to stare in the face of I'm just not comfortable with this and to take it on board, take the challenge and run with it and not to, not to run the other way. Um, which can be hard. I try to adopt this skill as much as I possibly can myself That to challenge myself at least once every day or once every week or whenever I possibly can because that drives me forward as a person. Um, somebody who completely buys into the company vision is a big thing for a young company because like right now obviously all the startups and, and that world is in vogue. but realistically if you don't buy into what this company is about or the person that you're hiring doesn't buy into what the company is about. Six months, eight months down the road, they're going to they're gonna leave. And a very big thing for early stage companies is equity and kind of saying, you know, here's a waterfall system or something of equity, and we're going to give you a slow percentage of the company. If they're there for a year, you're going to end up giving them something. And if they don't buy into the vision, they're going to leave with that something. And so just make sure that they, they are driven, passionate, and hungry about what the vision of the company is. And point number four in this is that they are actually highly entrepreneurial so because it's a small thing they've got to realize and recognize what the opportunity on the table is and also have the capacity to seize it if they don't uh, run okay and that is it for finding great people hope you enjoyed it now it's time to do the giveaway so how are we gonna do this our second giveaway was all around all you had to do was to follow us on instagram and to like or to comment on an instagram post so i think there is 34 people that entered the prize of which is a sonos play one we use sonos here and at home and the majority of us do it um, what the prize is about is that we normally create to music here so we thought that Having a Sonos will help or inspire other people to create at home. Um, okay, so let's go and pick a winner. So what if, what's the what's the jazz? Classic. Okay, so D. Can we see? If you bring it a little bit closer. You got Grammarly as well. I got it, Grammarly. Hmm. Maybe it's a bit too bright the screen. If you click on the touchpad, drag. Ooh, mm, so fancy. Yeah, that's it. Yeah? hmm Okay, so these are all the wonderful people that have entered. Are we ready? Yep. Cork Boy, you are the winner. Cork Boy, we will be in touch on Instagram, we'll shoot you a DM very soon, um, and grab your address, and we'll send out your new Sonos to you, good sir. <laughs> What's even funnier is that I watched a Cork movie last night called Young Offenders, and it's hilarious. Um, also, DC is from Cork, and I love DC. Um, so congratulations, the Cork boy. Cork boy. You are our winner. OK, so it is now the third week in the Mini Cork giveaway for January. And what we are giving away for the, for the next week is these wonderful startup guides. Can we see? Yeah. All good? Um, so there's a startup guide for Stockholm, a startup guide for Berlin, and a startup guide for, for London, um, which are these beautiful magazines about all of the different startup culture and everything in those respective cities. What you have to do to enter, we haven't really thought about. <laughs> um, what should we do? if you have a company or are thinking about starting a company where would be your dream place to have that if there was another office in another country apart from ireland yes yeah. okay so here's what you got to do you you, you got to follow us on twitter and then you got to send us a a at minicorp with the city that you would prefer to start your new product or company in, but include the hashtag, hashtag giveaway, all one word, and then you're in. Uh, We will pick a winner next Wednesday, three o'clock, same time. And give us a reason why. Give us a reason why you picked that city as well. Awesome. Okay, that is it for episode number 20. Two. Oh, two. Uh, Minicorp giveaway or Minicorp Q&A. Hope you guys are loving it. Send in any questions, feedback, anything that's awesome to us. We love you all. Thanks a million for watching.